Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One. Boom, and we're live. There we go. Dude, I, uh, reason why it took me here a little while, I, uh, you have, you have tattoos, no? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for more though. I got one here and a little chest piece, but I want I want like to get a little half sleeve. You're gonna go half sleeve, not full sleeve, huh? Not full sleeve. Why worries you to go down? No, I don't honestly like to get a full sleeve, but I almost start with a half. And right. Then, yeah, but uh, it, no, it it's, doesn't worry me. I think that I think the times have changed. You know, it's not maybe back in the day. You know, tattoos were a turn off the corporate world, but maybe I'm not in the corporate world, so. I think tattoos, if you do them right, are swag. Classic. It's a difference. Yeah, man. I, It's funny. I did it reverse. I started from down up because I knew I was going to get sleeve. But I was just looking. There, there's now new styles, bro. Now you literally can. It's like almost this 3D tattoo thing that like looks really clean, really light, really cool. Like so, colors? Is it, is it black? No, black? no, not colors. No. You can do colors because your skin tone, you can do. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm, low, uh, I'm not a fan of color. Listen, I'm not a fan of color, but you can get away with color. Classic black and white. Yeah, black, I'm a black and white guy. But it's like, I'll send you the link. The guy does this like nice stuff. And it's like, it's almost like, have you seen the style of the new portraits that almost look like pictures that people get now? That they... Are you talking about the, like the 3D pictures? The, the like pictures? the 3D pictures and stuff like that of images. That so they got tattoos? They got tattoos of that now. It's like, it's really clean, really nice, man. So I was talking to this dude there that uh, I, if, if I got some in the works, son, that if it, that thing goes through, I'm going to get a... Uh, send me that link. I, I'd like to check it out. I just just, just you to see it and you don't have... My thing is you'll see a difference in... Because I have a little more traditional style yeah. with this guy's thing. But it just looks so nice and so clean, the wording and stuff. And I was going to... That's funny you, you talk about that, too. Because I've, I've seriously been on the hunt. Uh, yeah. It's tough, man. It's, it's tough to figure out what I want exactly. Um, but uh, I got something to work. Usually what I do is I go with a theme, you know. And you're lucky because you still don't have... Like some, you don't want to get stuck. If you go Asian style, you don't want to get stuck in Asian style because then you got to stick with koi fish and the letters so, and the so thing. So I got the, I got my family crest. And Which it's is perfect because like you could go anywhere. The brand. So I want to, I want to go, you know, like suit of arms. You go, you could go anywhere, bro. Yeah. I was going to get some, do. some light stuff, not heavy, but I was going to get like some wording here, like in the hands here and stuff like that. And the kids names. Cause and, I remember you used to. Didn't you used to cover up your tattoos when you started? I used to, dude, absolutely, bro. When I started, I used to, I used to cover them up all the time, bro. Just were Be, you just because I didn't want word? I didn't I didn't want people to I didn't want people to judge me, and coincidentally, I was a part of the most expensive schools here in Miami, high high yeah. society, whatever, and like elementary schools. So I didn't want to go in there all tatted, even though the kids would come out written and with stickers all over them, whatever. And when I started, I didn't want my tattoos to, to block me. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, maybe back back in the day they might they may have um, yeah i know I now today's a different day no not it's a different day my i've grown enough that if you deal with me you kind of know what you're getting into yeah but back then you're just starting and i and i didn't uh I didn't look at it that way, so I just always wanted to make sure that I was that I was covered and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. To make the first impression. I hear you. On you. the show today, we got my man Sutton. Sutton, one of the coolest guys for sure in Kentucky. Kentucky. How's the state of Kentucky, bro? It's good. Rainy, rainy, and then humid. But you, you know, you know, humidity down in Florida, so. Bro, for sure you have, you probably have one of the sweetest facilities in the country, bro. Right now, you want you want, you want to it? It's not the biggest, but uh, dude, we'll do. You take us wherever you want to take us, bro. This is your hour. You want to show it off? We'll show check, it off. Go for it. Check it out. I mean, uh, I call this the green room. Okay. For obvious reasons, got the uh, painted that by hand brick. Okay, little lounge area. Um. I wanted a facility that, you know, that almost felt like a player locker room clubhouse, you know, not just some raggedy place where you just hit and then leave. And then I call this the jungle. So there's no AC in this room and it gets hot. So it'll make a you, man out of you. You don't have any AC there at all ever? No, no. I got AC in my green room. But um, not in there. I got AC coming in this room, but until I, uh, it was supposed to be in here last week actually, but, um, I'm getting it for free, so I can't. Uh, I can't rush the no, guy. No, we can't. We can't. Yeah, hit I got. I got a pair that's hooking up. But um, the artwork looks beautiful, bro. Those, yeah, and those are my teams. And yeah, my brother actually donated the artwork. Um, he had a guy do. This guy who's really big in the, in the Louisville area um, marks up a ton of ton of buildings, and my brother paid for it. And the dude just nice. came in, and I thought he was gonna plan it out, and he just. You know what you're you you know what you're missing, bro. That that I've that I've noticed. You have a hit tracks in there, hit track. Man, I've been I've been having my finger on the trigger for that. But uh, that's no, your I next don't. that's your next move. That or what's the rap solo. What's your experience with hit tracks? Because mm -hmm. I saw a 12 year old hit a hit a 400 foot bomb, and I know what a 400 foot bomb swing is. And that's ever since then, I was like, I don't know. If what I what it. type of field though? And then also, you know what they do is people boost them. Okay, so you can boost it. it so that's what it is. I think you need it, bro. We, I think, listen, we all need it nowadays because it shows, it shows the exit velocity, which yeah. it, it helps, man. Because well, that's in how the cage, you, the cage can be misleading because kids will hit, you know, they'll cut a ball or flare it, but it has a good flight, and um, exactly. they think, yeah, I, I was good. And swing, especially but. you, you got you got a, a modern looking place, so. When, like an example, when you're in there, like when I saw you last time, you're going one-on-one -on -one that somebody's trying you. They're like, yeah. all right, bro, I'm going to hit off you. You might think it's a jam shot, but it, 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 it you need it. You need it. So no, I would definitely. I, and it's, it's, it's good for parents, too. They, the parents like the numbers, the, the data. Um... And, for, and for you to test them out with bats, like I did with the rolling stuff all the time, bro. Like when I had the velos, like, all right, watch, watch the exit velocity with your bat. Now watch it with the velo. Yeah. And it's pretty cool, man. And you can set up the fields and stuff. I think you'll like it a lot, bro. Have you heard of Rapsodo? Rapsodo is awesome too. What's, I've never What do you think? I've never, think? I think Rapsodo is more This is what I know. I think Rapsodo is more for pitching to see like the spin rates and stuff like that. Which I know Hit, nothing about. Neither do I. I just know that a lot of people that's what they're that's what's sexy now. Yeah. Like a lot of clubs were funny my my boy who's a uh, Jose Abreu's agent 
He was Miguel Cabrera's, Big Poppy's, Pedro Martinez. Yeah. Now he's with uh, Abreu. I think he's the only guy in a couple more. Juan Guzman, who used to be a pitcher for in the big leagues, his son, I think is pitching now. And the guy goes, listen, man, a couple teams are interested in him. They want to see him on the rap Soto to see spin rate and stuff like that, bro. It's changed, man. And it's, I, it's a, so much data is coming out, like the teaching the swing. Like what I taught last year, I'm like, dude, I was an idiot. Um, like I, I'm pretty fortunate. I got 12 pro guys trained here every day. Um, Louisville's hitting coach, uh, Eric Snyder. Not to take it for granted, um, but like kids on and, and part of my teams and organization, they're exposed to these dudes regularly, and they don't really think anything of it. Right, Man, right, I had right. no exposure to like pro guys as a kid. Um, so I think son, it's pretty cool. Uh, son, bro, one thing that's really cool about your story, man, is how a guy that's 5'8, 5'7, 5'9 with cleats on, with high yeah. cleats. If I'm lucky. Bro, got to play Division One where you played it. Being from there, that's the place to play it, man. I know having an older brother helped you a lot because he was real good too, man. Got my foot but in the door, no doubt. What age did you start noticing you were good, bro? Funny thing is, like, when I was about 8 to about 10, I was pretty trash. Like, I hated baseball because everyone was better than me, and, like, I couldn't catch the ball. I was scared of the ball. Um, and then I remember, like, you know, around 11, 12, I was playing catch with my dad, and I caught, like, three in a row. I'm like, all right, it's pretty fun. And then I it was a rap ever since. Um, and then when I noticed I got a shot, was about I was a football guy. I love football, so I always want to play football. Baseball is kind of standing around support, and if you don't really know how to compete the right way, you can get boring. Um, but I'd say about fourteen or fifteen, I was like, okay, I'm I'm like I'm making some plays. I'm you know hitting pretty much every game, and uh, kind of since then. And then when my brother got a scholarship to Louisville and seen him in Omaha, I was like, man, this would be cool to play here. So, Did you go watch him at Omaha? I did. And that was the, it was the last year there at Rosenblatt, that old school stadium. Uh-huh. And uh, Boomer made a, a catch uh, off the wall. And you, you could probably look it up. Louisville was, I think it's called the catch. Uh, sickest catch. And I'll never forget that. Like, just getting hyped with my family. Um, I probably didn't watch the rest of the game. Didn't even know what, what was going on. But I saw that. How old were you? I was like. How old were I you was, then? I was about probably 13. So, like, I was just kind of – that kind of, I'd say, motivated me to, like, start pushing for baseball. You know, start showing up and, and grinding. Because where I'm from, Pittsburgh, outside of the city, small town, um, it's all football and no one really cares about baseball. So, there's definitely no facilities for, you know – to get work in um, right, 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 right. so my dad would just take me out in the driveway just rip ground balls on hard concrete and uh got my hands good and then hitting i had a horrible swing basically my whole life <laughs> and then uh because i just there was no hitting guys there was nobody it was that chopping you know old school short too long through it and uh yeah that's uh kind of how it happened so you were in Pittsburgh, not in Kentucky. So, yeah, I grew up in Pittsburgh. I moved to Kentucky the end of my senior year because baseball is nothing back in PA and where I was, the town I was from, um, you know, program. We don't even have a fence in our baseball field. It's it's kind of a suspect program. I'm grateful for it, you know, right, right. Uh, grateful for it. But it's just if you want to play baseball, it's not the best you know place for you. So 
my dad was able to transfer his work and, and move down there. And we got an in-state um, tuition on top of my scholarship, which was nice. But it was tough leaving my, my homies uh, end of my senior year. I didn't think so I was Pops, friends, but... So Pops literally moved? Yes. Just for so, baseball? Yeah, my parents, wow. my parents split. And then, uh, no, he moved because, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, basically. Because um, your brother was there already. Yeah, my brother, my two sisters. So my two sisters went to Louisville um, and were ladybirds on the dance team. Uh, so, like, we loved Louisville. As soon as Boomer were there, we just fell in love with the city. And, you know, my two older sisters went there. Uh, and then, my, you know, so everyone was here. So my dad's like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to transfer territories. And his, where he, his job, he was able to do that. And it got me in state. Um, so, you know, it, it was very uh, affordable for me to go to Louisville. You know, I had a scholarship too, but still out of state's expensive to go to Louisville. Um, but it was just an easy, easy transition, kind of perfect storm. But I was freaking out because I was a senior, you know, coming, being the man in a small town. And then, all right, now I got to leave and go to this school where I know nobody. And I thought I, I my first day I ate lunch in the uh, office, like you see on the movies, you know, I was, like, I was scared of lunch. I didn't want, I didn't want to go wanna. and be like, all right, who do I get to sit with? You know, I wasn't as, High school, I was still a little self-conscious about my height and, you know. Um, why is that, bro? Why, why do you think that is, man? Because I don't know, man. Um, like, now, I'm, I couldn't imagine being any other size. Like, I love, I fit in all, all types of clothes. It's, like, easy to shop. You know, I never have to stress about that. But I just think in high school, there's a lot of, like, clicks and just insecurity. You know, I was secure on the baseball field, but, like, you know, girls they'll 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 try to shred you when they like you, and I didn't like understand how that game works, and I just didn't. Uh, Dude, but you would have lifted off the field like I did. You now. would think having two older brothers that you be prepared for that. Know that they would kind of. No, they, but Boomer was caught up in his baseball career. Bobby, he uh, just finished football and he was uh, off, like you know, starting his career. So like, I was just a little bro at the time, and and they loved like coming back and watching me at football, but they didn't. I was. I wouldn't go talk, tell them about my girl problems or which it should be the reverse. Either. No, it's no. It listen, bro. I had everything problems in high school, bro. When I tell yeah, you, high, I was a, high school. Looking back, it'll shred you up. I was a disaster, bro. And I was, and I hate to say it, but ninety percent of it was my dad's fault. You know, he uh, destroyed me. Kept me. I had no game. My gear was horrible. My clothes was horrible, and. I had no freedom, bro. No car, no freedom. And it was like the biggest waste of the world. And it caused so much confusion, man, because you're like, dude, and and it's high school. And it's like it's my mom's taking me senior year, which is sad. Listen, yeah. you get to school, you get to school. But at least if you can ride with the homies, like you said, or something, that kind of makes up for it. But, bro, I had no social life whatsoever. It was a disaster, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with, so my parents had kind of a nasty, you know, divorce. Um, they're cool now, but, you know, back then, and I was the only one in the household dealing with it, um, you know, and at the time, they, looking back, they would kind of, and we talk about it, and we're, we've uh, all had peace with it, and they're cool now, but they would kind of, like, put me in the middle of their, because uh, my brothers were off in college, my sisters were off in college, right, 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 right. so it was just me in the house um, with my parents, you know, I'm in the middle, uh, and that was then my mom moved out and that's when my dad moved. So there was a point in time where I had the house to myself just so that's where I kind of developed like my loner mentality. Like I had a small circle. I kind of just dealt with my feelings, my problem. And I still struggle today. And my lady lets me know. Um, 
I like bottle stuff in, and right. then pop. And you, you know, pop, like bro. Take, huh? take a lot, take a lot, and then I'll pop. Yeah, nothing, nothing violent or anything, but just like I, I'll keep everything in and act like everything's cool now. Rage, but uh, but it, it was good. It, it was good. It was a blessing too, because you know I learned to handle things. You know, I learned to handle stuff on my own and not you know need find comfort in you know everybody else so it was good and bad uh but i'm grateful for that time but yeah it was tough it was tough nice hold on one day. i'm gonna change time, i'm gonna change my headphones hold on one second bro these headphones are no good hold on Can you hear me now? Brother, when you got big ears, you don't have this problem, but I do. When you have big ears, <laughs> this, these things are out of control where these fucking headphones are like a mess, but... I say you look, you look DJ ready, though. Yeah, I look like a... Buddy, I'm the guy, listen, I'm the guy in the baseball field that has all the right equipment. Bro, you look you, good no matter what. You just pray that I could just... Somehow, bro, I got the latest cleats. I got the latest. I gotta get that skin well, regimen, bro. Your skin, your skin looking like. Dude, hold, hold on. No, I'm gonna show you this glove for a second. Hold on, bro. Hold on. I ain't on that level yet. I gotta get my own brandy glove. You know, we working though. What did you guys use in uh, in Louisville? That's kind of funny story too. So we were Louisville Slugger for a while, and the old school TPX Pro gloves were nice. Like I used to love those. Then they got in that flare, and then um, I didn't really like the flares too much. But uh, it was Louisville Slugger for most of my career. For my senior year, I I was sick of it. I hated how they felt, so I got my own Wilson, and they would shred me for it. They uh, all the Louisville Slugger reps would be at the field and be like, "Coach, you can't let him wear that." And I'd be like, "Coach, I'm wearing this." You know, yeah, he might man, make me bro. wear it for like first inning. Then I'm, if I made it there, I'm like, get this out of here. Yeah, get get that Wilson. out of there. And then uh, yeah, bro. the next year they switched to Wilson, the whole team. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I'm like, come on. Look at that, buddy. Yeah, I don't got it like that yet, coach. We work. You're getting though. it. We're You're working. getting it, bro. Look at that. Pro preferred with the. Oh, I see you. With the, with so the thing. Bro. How, did, how did that, like. Bro. I mean, you, you remember everything. You? Do you remember everything I told you in. In that basement, but I still have that recording. I still remember it till that day, man. Before we get into that, bro, how much? And we're gonna get into the start part. I think of your athletic career is your Louisville thing, man. We're gonna get into that, but yeah, we had we had a conversation in your basement, where it seems like it was twenty years ago, but it was just was yeah. it just two years ago? It does seem forever ago, but yeah, I think it was two two years ago. Two years ago, Maybe, yeah, not last year. It was two years ago, yeah. How much have you changed since that guy? A lot, I feel like. Uh, or maybe just my business has changed. So, you know, I think I feel like a lot. I feel like I change constantly. You know, like the, certain cores, you know, I'm the same. But, like, my vision changes, evolves, you know, um, my motivation stays the same, but so I guess that's a tough question to answer. You know, I feel I'm the same dude, but uh, 
I feel like I've elevated myself. You know, I feel like you've helped me out a lot. Um, even though we haven't spoken in a while, like, you know, I, I remember every, everything about that conversation and, uh, you know, you're inspiring, man. I see you doing, talking to Gary V and, um, you know, I'm, I'm quiet. I'm not as active as you on social media. I need to get there. You know, we've been I wish you were, it. bro. I, know, I wish I you were, it. man, I because I look, so I get so caught, caught up with where I'm at. I forget to turn on the camera and I make excuses, but, uh, so motivate me some more, coach. Give me, come on, bro. Listen, <laughs> listen, bro. Before we get it, look, dude, you have, is that what happens is you don't understand how lucky you are because you don't know. It's it's like it'll be like it's almost a person that's out of shape talking to you. You'd be like, bro, what are you talking about? You've been you've been probably ripped sudden for the last what twenty years easily. Yeah, but yeah, I don't I don't do much uh, physically. I don't feel the need to. That's another excuse though, because when I'm in the gym, I will say I, I, I'm mentally locked in more. My my confidence is better. My my conversation is better. I think it, it goes hand in hand. You know, like being a, living the king life, like. Hitting the gym, right there. making sure I'm reading. Turn on the camera. No, you're there because that's the thing. Because look, look how beautiful that facility is. Oh, the, yeah. I, I what it. I would add to that is simple. I like the hit tracks, and then I would grab whatever dude you got working with you, high school kid, whatever. You put a camera in his hand, like how I did it when I was there, bro. You're recording 24 seven, and then you put a wireless lapel on you, and that's it, bro. And then you tell that kid, listen, bro, I'm going to give you a little rate, whatever. And the guy edits it for you. I don't have that luxury. So I had to learn myself to edit. No, I'll, ha I'll, have to, I'll, have to, I'll have to do it myself, too. I'm very picky and I need to be better about like passing stuff off. But like, I feel yeah. that's all you son, it, like, that's all you need to do for right now, bro, because what your your vision is. I got to ask you a question. What's your vision, bro? What do you feel? What does your heart tell you? Just for my business-wise? For, for everything. Business well, yeah, let, let's talk about baseball. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, my vision is, man, I want to I I change youth baseball. I want to I wanna, uh, bring a new light to it the way I believe it's supposed to, you know, be handled. I feel like, you know, it's turned into this monster of just more about the parents than the kids. And, you know, it's all about putting out the image of like, Hey, we're in this tournament, we're beating this, we're ranked this, we're ranked that. Like nobody's like teaching the kids the game and how to play it the right way and building a program and a culture like that builds good men and pumps out, you know, genuine dudes on top of ballers. But, uh, right, 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 right. yeah, I want to be the best youth baseball organization in the country, you know? Perfect. Perfect. Because of that, all you have to do is, record and document you doing that process and the fact you went to a top 10 not top 25 top 10 school we were top, we were top about five when i was there top five now what are, what is it like top 10 probably pretty uh, much that man they're in it every year just yeah i mean they're a top 10 program i'd say just it's a known it's a it's a known anybody in there it's a known program yeah it's a known program it's not like like let's say they had a good year last year, but it's not like University of Michigan baseball. Yeah. Or like one Michigan, of the. Uh, they're on the rise, though. I'll tell you that. But they're on the rise. But you guys, Louisville's already established. Man, we've yeah, we've been when I was there, my four years, we were. Uh, it went to Omaha twice. Um, and the, First rounders, top guys. Yeah. It's a powerhouse. Uh, it's one yeah. of the powerhouses, you know. 
with that alone, the fact you played professional baseball, the fact you got pro guys there already, what's missing is you turning on the camera, bro. Yeah. And do you check we, my KNG page? I have been better, but like just leaving it rolling. And and I used to think like I got to just get in front of the camera and set it up and just like kind of put on a show. But I think I just got to, like you said, just put the camera on and just bro, do you, my thing. You got to be like, you got to be more uh, the crocodile hunter. And less Steven Spielberg. You know what I'm saying? The yep. crocodile hunter would just dive to a crikey, look at this uh, blue lagoon over here. Yeah, and, and, oh my let, God, yeah. Look, look, and I'm look, trying look. to be Spielberg. And you're trying to be Spielberg here with like, the set bro, it up. Just, you know? Yeah, don't worry about that because that's again, that's what looks sexy. What yep. looks sexy is you get three editors and blah blah blah, and they do these things, but in the beginning, to get the momentum. And to get yourself used to something, okay, this is my new life now. It helps you, bro. It helps a lot, man. So that's that's what you're missing, bro. And then we we hit it with a podcast. We hit it with more stuff so that more people can understand what you're doing. Because I'll give you, let's say me as an example. Before the Rawlings things, New Balance or anything like that, my vision was baseball got me in the door but I, didn't want, I don't want to be known as a baseball guy. I wanted to be known as a guy that helped people build their confidence and to understand that this is your potential. Yeah. So like my last, let's say my last four guests. So I get you, a baseball star. Right before you, I had Paulino Hernandez, which is, you know, Jorge Masvidal? Who doesn't? Jorge Masvidal, striking coach. Okay. Cuban dude, don't speak any, don't speak any English. You don't got to Spanish. Okay, so I had him. Then before him, I had one of the top. Uh, what, she's so funny, man. I'd like to know what his mindset is, like, just how his demeanor, his mind. He's, like uh, he's uh, I have never. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've interviewed both. I've interviewed his striking coach, and then I interviewed his trainer. They've known oh. him for like the last 13 years. One of them knows him for like the last 15 years before he was nobody, you know? And the two things they say to me is, they go in Spanish, they go, el tipo es un perro, hay que matarlo, which is, and they say it in English, he's a dog, you got to kill him. Yeah, that's and it. If, and if you watch him, even against Usman, when he wasn't as physically fit, when he wasn't prepared to take him on, whatever, he competed in a way that... Yes, he couldn't understand the wrestling and that pushing to the yeah, and that's, that's to the cage. Street fighter, yeah. That's the thing, but and that's the only way you'll beat him. I think you know, like just just on one of those some, things. Some technicality, so, you know, like because he's new to the game, you know, of grappling and of that kind of stuff. But if you look at it, the formula Sutton is the same, bro. Helping people out. Let me hear your story. Because what I care about is I care about having a conversation. And you will look, and luckily you're one of the few guys that I can have a conversation with. Because a lot of time people, are, oh, and before him was a dude, great guy, that bringing, he has something called the Blue Mission. They're bringing water to the Dominican. So like they're creating water, like where water isn't, like it's a special charity. But with you, it's literally, a, it's not an interview, it's a conversation, which is what yeah. I love the best. You know what I mean? And Do you then feel before like you that, can't get that with, with everybody. No, because some people they're they're not used to being on camera, bro. 
So yeah. it's not a flow. And also, we don't we don't know. Like, I haven't spent three days with them in the basement of the house. Sure, so sure. They don't, we, we don't have that, that rapport with them. But, like, an example, like. But I feel like, man, our first conversation before I ever met you. But it was like that. It was like that yeah. because you have that natural charisma, bro. Oh, you had that charisma that brings. No, I have a thing, but but you do because you yeah. you have that flow to you. And then look, before that was George Lopez, the comedian. Uh, yeah. George Lopez, I had him on, and there's a different flow, different thing. Talk about a guy who didn't get raised by his parents. The dad really? abandoned him when he was super. Doesn't know his dad. Mom had, real. mom had issues, suicidal, schizophrenic, like just bad, 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 bad. He was raised by his grandparents, bro. And the guy talking to me there, he's like, bro, you don't understand Father's Day. I'm there walking alone from the baseball field. He's like, I almost, he started almost tearing up when I started telling, when he started telling me the story. Passion. You know, the passion. To, and he goes, and nobody's had an 18-year run in Hollywood like, like I've had with the George Lopez show and then the Lopez Tonight show. And then the stuff like the guy's really, you know, but it all, scum, it all starts from some type of adversity, man. And so, one of the reasons, go for it. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I, no, you go, you go, you go. So I found that, like, I always thought big leagues, my end-all, be-all. You know, if I, it's big leagues or die. You know, and I didn't really, looking back, I think I just wanted to the social status of being a big leaguer more than, like, or I wanted to, I just, I don't, I don't think it was, but that journey, like, of chasing the big league dream made me find my real calling, which I believe is kids, not even baseball. I feel it's kids and people. Um and like you said, baseball's my my platform to do that. Like it was, you know, your your way. But I think my true, you know, talent is kids, connecting with kids. Um, you know, so many older folk I feel like just don't know how to make a kid feel at home, make them, you know, break those uh, barriers down. And I feel like I I, I got more impact as. A, Facility owner, whatever you want to call me, then then I would have a, a uh, you know three time All Star big league, you know. But that's why I that's why I that's why I care about you so much, man. Because I feel that you have such an important role there that you're like one of the dudes that we just can't let you go. Like we just can't like abandon you and let you have a nice facility and hit everyone and watch you hit there yourself and not take it to a ten. And I've always felt that way. I remember. Listen, I remember. 100%. Walking in your house, and was, I remember I saw you guys playing video games, and I went crazy. I was like, "What? What, what do you mean, bro?" After <laughs> that, and and that trip was an interesting trip for me in a lot of areas, bro. That's probably, other than my relationship that I build with you, that's probably one of my worst trips I've ever done. Yeah, for, I, I, and dude, I, I I figured it would be like you know because I was I was on I didn't have a facility. I was on my I was on the come up. Um, you know, no, it wasn't because of that. Wasn't be it was just because it's because when I started, I wanted the world to know so much that I would travel that I go, let, let's do it, let's do it. And I had that man, that mindset of look, let's do it and let's figure it out. And bro, I, I don't think I told you the story. I went before seeing you, I got there like at 11, I drove to Cincinnati. I remember that. I remember that. Two hours, bro. I think two hours. How far? How far is? It's about. From, it's about two hours. Two hours, bro. Got to this guy's Crappy facility. This guy's facility was raining in the middle of the night. That got to this guy's facility. Shot a podcast with a guy. Right. After I gave the guy my life for real there, then drove back 
to hang out with you and 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 what i like about it is you were honest with me you're like listen bro i don't know how much you were looking to make this is what i have and i was i was just grateful to help man because when even till this day i'm grateful to help obviously uh, now i understand a little more and i'm like okay look for me to go there let's do that yeah but i was just and i and the reason why i think it's so important that we bring this up is that i don't think 90% of people, definitely not a 40-year-old or a 39-year-old, do that. I think everybody's so money-hungry. I agree. That- and, and, and this business is tough sometimes, you know, like when I'm working with a kid, you know, because it's based on sometimes parents will see like, it's won't look at it as, a, as my career. You know, they think whatever, whatever. But, you know, I got to get paid, but I genuinely, you know, this is my craft. This is what I'm passionate about. And I will always put kids like if the kid can't afford it, I don't care, you know, come in. But like, if you can afford it, you know, and, and I'm giving you the services. So I think there's a fine line between. I wish I could pay you more. I mean, I think about it all the time. No, 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 no. Listen, for you that, that to me, round two, we're not, we're not talking about what I'm talking about is the fact that, that I went there, the fact you were honest with me, the fact that's huge because that momentum is what got me to where I'm at today because that just, it helped me. Okay. I did that. I was in Louisville. I got to meet people in Kentucky. We got to do on the field. We got to shoot video on the field. We got to feel the temperature. We got to see new faces. It helped my speaking career. It helped so many things, man. And I think that holds back a lot of people, especially people that got egos. Like, oh, if you're not going to put me in a fancy hotel and we're not going to do this. And that is the stupidest thing in the world because as I notice and I deal with now more and more successful people, the people who are really successful, not the bullshitters, bro, they're exactly like you, man. They're straight shooters. They're, they relate with the kids. And you, you said something that's interesting, bro. I just had, I, today I, pulled, I put up the podcast. My buddy Jesus Feliciano played with me at Miami Dade Community College. Great kid, talented, lefty, 5'8", probably, was 150-something with us, but the kid could rake. The kid was a beast. Got drafted by by the Dodgers. This dude got released Sutton. I have it on the thing. Six times, six times before, before making it, getting his first big league at bat. Six times, that, that, that's got to be like the that's got to be a record, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he goes, and then he's telling me, No, bro, because I went to Puerto Rico and I'm hitting 330 in Puerto Rico. Then I go to Mexico, then they cut me from Mexico. Then I come here, and then here's the best part with the Mets because he made it to the big league with the Mets. He tells me his story of how he's he goes, Okay, Frank Cor gets injured, so they call me up and they go, Listen, you can't play winter ball in Puerto Rico because there's a good chance we're going to call you up. He's like, all right. So he's at, I think he's at Strant, Scranton or Stranton, wherever they're at in AAA, the Mets. Yeah. yeah. Drives down with his boy, drives down to City Field. Okay. He's, he's about to get the call. The Mets tell him, listen, we're going to put you in a hotel. The team's in San Diego. You're going to come back. He goes, all right. Stops at a mall to buy some gear so that he looks kind of like, you know, like he's in the mix suave, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Little suave, right? Is dressed, ready to go. 
They get a call. Listen, man, sorry, we're not. It is not going to work out because this is isn't that. Has to go back. Listen to this. Has to go back to the to the minor league team. He gets an award for like minor league hitter of the thing, whatever, whatever. It's at City Field. He does. He's so fucking pissed. He's like, you know what? Fuck that. I don't even want to go because they're wasting my. I could have been with my family. I could have done this. And I said, you know, but he he showed face. He did it. Sutton, that dude right now is the first base coach of the Angels in the big leagues. So he's responsible for outfielders, base runners. In the team that probably has the greatest baseball player that could be of our era, Mike Trout. And they got a, they got a young star who hits at my facility every day, Joe Adele, Jordan Adele. Um, so they have that prospect. dude. So he's at big league. He's at whatever the COVID camp type. Whatever COVID camp. On, whatever but you know what I'm saying? So yeah, think awesome. about that, bro. Think about that. And one of the greatest managers to to be around now, Madden. Yeah, it was with the Cubs when I was. It there. was with the Cubs. I think he's gonna be a big league guy because they love him. The players love him. But you know what the players love, man? The same thing that your guys love about you, bro. The passion, the honesty, the originality, bro. You have yeah. a certain authenticity that you don't even know you have it because you're still. You're still young. What are you, like 24, 25? 28. We, we You're still late. young, bro. Yeah. You're still young, bro. I'm at 41, bro. I've been around. I I understand. You're still there, bro. You're still. That's why I want to get you recording. That's why I want to get you on TikTok. Yeah. That's why I want to get you on all these things because you have so much talent, bro, that. Pe- yes, you can, you can fill that up with a bunch of people. Nobody's gonna see it. The, yeah. when everybody goes back to where they go back to, and whatever, and and you can help so much more. So that's that's my thing, man. That's my thing. Let's talk before we get into any of my more stuff, any more of my stuff. Let's talk no, about. I, I, I want to hear about Gary V experience, like how that. You want to hear that? You know, that time, so we you, need. To, you want to hear how crazy <laughs> that is, bro? Here, here's yeah, a story well, for you, buddy. Not, I mean, Gary V's that's a guy. I mean, not my guy, but a guy. You know, he, I freaking watch him. You know, I love him. Okay. I didn't, did I? I maybe, yeah, I knew who he was already when I met you. I knew Gary Vee was two years ago. Okay. That's it. I saw him. I started documenting because of Gary Vee. I started the camera stuff because of Gary Vee. I didn't know any of this existed. So I go, man, I love this dude. I love this dude. I love this dude. This is cool, cool, cool. One day I'm going to meet him. We're going to be boys. I knew it. I knew like one day I'm, I'm going to meet this. I have, I have certain, int- bro, I got intuition, man, for things. I can spot talent. I can spot talent and I got I intuition. I'm going to meet him too. I'll show you this. I sent him a message probably three years ago before I met you and just said, I'm meeting you. I love what you're about. Um, I'll, send, I'll, send, I'll screenshot and send it to you. Pretty cool. So what's happening? Bro, I, this is how crazy life is, dude. This is why I'm telling you, my formula is the winning formula. It's the long way, but when you come from nothing, when you come from nothing, when you're behind, this is the way, this is the way to be. A year ago, a dude reaches out to me that works for VaynerMedia. For who? Is that his? Works for VaynerMedia, his company. Okay, okay. Uh, Goes, listen, man, I love your content. I love what you do. I'm an ex-soccer guy. I love what you're doing with kids. If you're ever in the New York area, I'd love to have you on my podcast. That's it. 
So I connect with the guy. I go, yeah, bro, absolutely. I see he works at Vayner, et cetera, et cetera. Bro, I get New Balance to, because remember, everything I've gotten sudden, I've gone for. Yeah. I've gone for. I, no one's ever been like, hey, coach, I, everything is me attacking, bro. So I, I go to New Balance. They give me a tour of their facility. All the new gears, all the new stuff, everything, man. My boy, Matt, who's a beast. And it's beautiful, man. What New Balance has is insane. And their new facility. I, I actually, I like New Balance. Um, I've only had one pair of turfs, but but they started getting bigger in pro ball, you know, as towards the end of my career. And, like, a lot of guys got them. Sick, bro. When he started working for them, they weren't the top producers. Now, baseball is their top. What they're doing in the cleat game, turf game is sick, yeah, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm telling, like, all big prospects have them. You know? Yeah, they're real, real cool, bro. So I'm there, and I go, I get my buddy, Preston, from Baseball Authority, and I go, listen, bro, you have to, you got to come, you got to come with me, record, whatever, bro. But the guy's like, done. He's documenting. I'm recorded. I thought I could make Boston to New York in an hour at 5 o'clock on, on a Thursday or something. Took you probably five hours. No chance, bro. <laughs> So I had to tell the guy, listen, bro, can we can we change it to to Sunday? I mean, to the following day in the morning. He's like, yeah, come at nine o'clock or eight o'clock. Done. No one knew you. Bro. I, see, I'd be stressed in that situation. Like, feel like opportunity missed. You know, like I talked to the guy though. I knew okay. Gary was out of town. Do me a favor, son. You see that bottle? You're there clicking and clacking. Get it out of here. Okay. You're gonna learn that, bro. When you're running up a smooth production like we are, you're gonna. <laughs> so that's uh, and that's like I'm a uh, I got ADHD, man. So like I need. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. So you grab a baseball. Grab a baseball. You're the man. So, bro, I come and I do the podcast with this dude. Gary has a super cool Mike Tyson room. Okay, Mike Tyson's punch out room in the corner there, Hudson Yard. It's like Yankee Stadium to baseball players, bro. That whole thing is beautiful. How Gary has his office, dude. It's like heaven, man. And the day I went the first time was as far as what? Just that the layout. Just like the motivation, the layout, the artwork. It's like your building right there. But bro, imagine that in the middle of Manhattan, facing uh the Hudson River, the beauty your he's in the 25th, 26th floor. Bro, it's just beautiful. All young yeah. people with a young vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hoodies, this, beards, tats, earrings, whatever the fuck. He don't yeah. care. You know what I'm saying? So it's a real creative, real pumped, real content environment. Like an Apple, like an iPhone. Like so an I iPhone. Gotta, can, can I, before I lose this thought, can I ask you? So ask I, me whatever you want, bro. You're struggle. in charge. Okay, so about like, I, I swear a lot. I cuss a lot. I, I don't do it to... It's just the baseball culture, man. I grew up in a locker room. And I got a different take on swear words. I like I don't I don't want to do it in front of young kids, but also if I'm not just talking how it's I not myself, you know, if I'm trying to be so how do you deal with because my videos I I say shit, I say fuck, I you know, and I doesn't matter. Listen post them. The more the more people well, this is what you do when that happens. You if this is what I'll give you. I'll give you a perfect example of how I roll. I didn't curse one time when I spoke to the kids at your camp. They're super young, man. Yeah, 
Okay. So I'm so not going to do this, when they're that young. I'm not going to. This is a show. This is a show for. This is not a show for eight year olds. This is not a yeah. show for ten year olds. Right. This is a show okay. for high schoolers and up. I struggle with that, man. And and, uh, and it's know, different. You want, no, you want to set a good example for the kids. And I get it, but you want to be honest and you want to flow how you flow. And sometimes. Bro, like when I say, bro, this shit's bullshit, bro. Like, what the yeah. fuck are we doing here? <laughs> it's different than, bro, this is ridiculous. Like, how yeah. what are we doing? It's, it's different, like, but this is absurd. This is absurd what we got going on here, man. This is bananas. You know what I'm saying? No, fuck that. It ain't me. But it ain't you. So I wanted to, bro, I wanted to find a way for people to be like, if this Cuban who can barely speak English, can barely speak Spanish, but just passion oozes out of him and he's a certain way. And if that. he's being authentic, Cause what's winning now, bro, is authenticity. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if you got three legs, two legs. I think that's what separates Gary Vee a little bit. Like he was kind of. It's everything. No, like, fuck now, but but now this is what helps him. This is what helps him. When you got to, when you're a multi, 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 multi millionaire, is a lot better to do that. Cause if you, but he's always been the same Jersey guy. Yeah, but he changes, and that's what. That's what. That's the one freedom that success and money gives you. Just like Which is, credibility or freedom to just freedom to be you because people yeah. listen, nobody's looking at Odell Beckham Jr. going, nah, bro, he has too many tattoos. I don't nobody's looking at David Beckham and going, nah, that guy's a delinquent. It's different. Yeah. But that's those are it's like listen, bro. Here's a topic. Here's a so topic. So how do you be authentic on the on on the on the come up? Yeah. On the I'll give you a perfect example. Columbus High School. Super the best high school, in my opinion, here in Miami. I'm like an honorary Columbus guy. That's the high school where I've John Jay went to. Maybe it was from that, you. I've heard that. That's where John Jay went. I uh, I would have died to have gone there, but I got lucky. Their coach coached me one year in my high school, and we built a bond. And when I came back, that's where I started. It's the Mecca here in Miami. Their baseball field is sick, bro. Sick. When I started, I want to speak. I wanted to speak to that school. I wanted to speak to people. First thing I did was I spoke to CCNN, which is their like media department. Uh-huh. This guy Omar Delgado, super cool dude. I had him on the show. He opened me, he welcomed me with open arms. Bro, I walked in there. I went like this, normal because it was freshman, and I said my story. I documented it. Then I went again, second year. I went like this. Second year again. I convinced the baseball coach. I go, bro, he's a beast, bro. He's been here. He's like a legend, bro. He's been here for 20 plus years. Yeah, as a high Florida school high school coach. baseball is a little different than what I came from. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's a beast. And I go, coach, let me let me talk to your team. And I went, tats, exposed, everything. Spoke to the baseball team. Bro, and he, he doesn't bullshit anybody. This guy could give a fuck. He's gangster as gangster can yeah. be. Uh, he's approaching, I think, like 600 wins or something. He's a beast. He goes, Hector, I've put in probably almost like 300, 200 something division one, division one since I've been here. You know, it's just sick what he's done, bro. And he goes to me, dude, you're the greatest speaker I've ever seen in my life, bro. Can you please come talk to this and that? Based off his promotion, because there's a dude that went to Columbus that's playing football in Michigan that got drafted by the Jets. He was supposed to come and speak to the freshman and sophomore class at Columbus, which is a big deal. The whole school, in front of the whole school in the gym. And he had, uh, he got invited to senior day, senior bowl. Bro, and this guy told the principal, you need the coach HP to come talk to the kids. There, 
I didn't show tats because it's the school. It's in front of the principal. It's yeah. a certain thing. And they're a suit and tie kind of place. So I wore, I didn't go, even though, bro, I'm dying to bring out the Tom Forge and rock my Vegas suit look and just yeah. crush it. Bro, I went with the hoodie, you know, the New Balance. Like, I went, like, athletic, but not so gangster. And there, I, didn't, I don't curse there. Yeah. You know, it's a Catholic school. We're not on a baseball field. We're not. So I take it, like, where I am. And well, if we're what about on social media where it's, I don't write it, but if I say it, if I feel it and it's important, I do it like on this show, like on this podcast, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And I, and I put it because this is our thing though. Do you, do you do that on your Instagram? I don't, I, I haven't done that yet. Like I don't write in the bottom, Hey, fuck this shit. Or, you know, <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm not there yeah. yet. I feel it sometimes, but there I kind of keep it a little neutral because I have a young kids and stuff. So that, so I guess that's where I'm at. Yeah. Like, so like, but when I talk to people and I'm talking to the heart, if something slips, bro, it fucking slipped and it is yeah, what it is. Man. If I'm talking to young kids, then I try not to do it. High school and above is fair game to me. I don't worry about it face to face. Like when I curse, because I think they can see and feel the intentions of like, me saying it you know i think there's a lot of judges naysayers who right. they don't know you they're like this guy real example you know um, yeah but even and, and we looked at the problem is that baseball's dorky enough as it is bro it is man a bunch of squares i swear and I it's horrible and I've, i lost my way this like past year because i fell into the trap of like worrying about what the parents thought and all their air drama past history like stealing kids from teams i'm like look I had to stop. I had to step back and be like, I'm not doing it y'all's way. You know, fuck your feelings. I'm sorry. It's about the kids. It's about the you kids know, and your and spot, bro. They're selfish. And, and if you tell them, like I've told you, bro, at the beginning, I don't know if you remember me telling you this, you have an orientation. Every kid you have, every team you have. Remember, I'm lucky. I never got into the, the game of doing teams and stuff like that. Because, bro, everybody loves Coach HP because Coach HP doesn't put the lineup. I know. Yeah. So I don't make the lineups. That's I got my head coaches making lineup. I'm the GM. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But still, even the GM, people come up to you. Hey, no, man, why sure. is it my son? 100%. So I eliminated that. Now, I'm brutally honest. But I've been lucky because I don't want to be a baseball guy. I want to be this guy that you're seeing yeah. right now. That I could, we could talk baseball. We could talk this and that. But this is what's important to me. Not... Hey, so uh, my kids hit a uh, three thirty-three. You know, I can care less. I just want no, happiness yeah. and all that stuff. You know. So let's get back to your Gary Vee story. So this dude comes, and I sit there, and I could tell sudden by his vibe that he wasn't happy there. He's a salesman. They're more marketers. He was clashing a little bit. He was helping with Empathy Wines. He started helping Gary edit his podcast. But he was rubbing Gary's crew the wrong way in that setting. And I specifically went there to tell him, I go, listen, bro, you got a gift, man. You can talk. How he got to Gary was a crazy story at itself, which was a sign to me. I go, listen to me, dude. Take it easy. Be part of the team. Don't whatever, whatever. So he took me to Gary's office. And we were, so he was we, working for he was working for, he was working for Gary he was working for Gary he was working but for you, Gary. you just could tell that he wasn't happy or like I could tell by the way he spoke to me and okay. I could tell by the vibe I got and then he was doing podcasts in Gary's office mm -hmm. 
which is he's only been there for eight months, and that's a little bit too soon to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and it's, oh without permission? We, he, you know what I mean, bro? <laughs> you know how people tell you, you know when the coach tells you, hey, listen, you don't have to come. It's a voluntary practice. Mandatory but yeah, optional. Don't fucking show <laughs> up and watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It yeah. was one of those. And I could tell, man, he was kind of like wanting to impress me a little bit, like kind of like, and I get it. And I go, listen, bro, let me tell you something about me. I'll do this fucking interview under that bridge down there, right? I could give a fuck about Vayner. Yeah. I love the vibe of you guys, whatever, but don't get confused of we had a podcast. It was tremendous. I don't even think, I don't even released it or what he kept it there. And I just spoke my truth and I said a lot of stuff and that whole thing. Sudden at the end of it, he goes to me, bro, you should connect with this kid, Lou. I go, all right, cool. He's a baseball guy. I text Lou. I text him back. We start talking. Turns out this guy lives in New Jersey, but he's a huge Astros fan. So, like literally knows baseball. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck it. So during the World Series that just passed, bro, I was just texting him and we were talking and, and I didn't think the Nationals were going to pull it off. And he's a huge Houston guy. And he's like, bro, no way, man. I'm The way this is looking. And he would tell and like he looked at the game like a general manager. Yeah. <clears throat> So we maintained a friendship. We spoke. Bro, all of a sudden, I go to New York for the Gold Glove Awards. Rawlings brings me out for yeah. the Gold Glove yeah, Awards. Yeah, you got, you got some great, big time. All that, bro. That was, that was dope. That was fun watching. That was clean, yeah. yeah. So I go, I go to the guy. This is what's special, Sudden. This is what nobody does. I go to the guy. I go, listen, bro. I'm going to be in New York. Do you play baseball? Does that? He goes, bro, listen to me. My, my stepbrother, who's like my brother, is big, big, big in baseball. My dad is huge in baseball, like loves it, adores it. My dad's Dominican. This dude looks like a white boy like you. He goes, my dad's Dominican. I go, listen, if they're willing to meet me, I'll fly in a day earlier and I'll take a look at your brother and I'll help him out, anything, whatever, for free. Yeah. So I flew there. We came in, I came in uh, Wednesday, met them on a field. It was freezing, December in New York. Bro, we're there. I saw the kid. I saw him throw. I gave him some advice. I sent him some stuff. We went to dinner's awesome Cuban place after. And after we talked to the dad, I go to the dad. I go, listen, I didn't get to see your son hit it. I would like to see the opportunity to see him hit. He's like, okay, let me see what I can do. I go, I go, please, before I leave. I had taken a bunch of rolling stuff for the kid to try out and all this stuff. Bro, Friday, I'm interviewing Ozzy Smith. Yeah. The dad sends me a DM, uh, a text message, bro, like this big man, so professional, so articulate, so like to the point, like coach, it would be an honor, man. Nine o'clock, my son will pick you up. We take you here. I got this facility. I'm involved in this, this organization called US Elite. You ever heard of US Elite? I think I, I mean, I, I, yeah, New Jersey, sure. yeah. Yeah. New Jersey, pretty much. I didn't know this. Mike Trout put New Jersey baseball on the map. Uh, yeah, see, I knew I knew Trout. Uh, it was he for US Elite. I, I don't know. No, he played play, somewhere but else, but Jersey. but that just blew up New Jersey. Yeah. So now New Jersey is a powerhouse in baseball, bro. Like they yeah. compete, man. They bring people. So he goes, listen, I have about twenty kids for you to speak. Then I have for you to look at their swings and look at my son. If you can do that for me, I go done. Son, I finished New York. I'm at the Plaza Hotel, right next to Central Park. 
interviewing the biggest big leaguers and the biggest names in the game at three yeah, in the morning. Till three in the morning. Okay, till three in the morning. Bro, at seven o'clock, I got myself up, took the ferry, went to meet little Lou there in a car, drove two hours to New Jersey to somewhere else in New Jersey, spoke for free. Got everything recorded for free. Gave advice for free. Talked to parents for free. Talked to everybody for free. Then I'm sitting there talking with Lou after. And the guy goes to me, listen, man, I cannot thank you enough for what you've done for me. I'm going to tell you something. One of my best friends is Gary V. I've known Gary since he was working for his dad at Wine That's Library. Nuts. Me and Gary went to a trip to Napa Valley. And when we were coming back, Gary took out a yellow notepad and told me every single thing he was going to do. He says, I'm going to buy a camera. I'm going to go do a show on YouTube. All this stuff. Boom, boom, everything. Blah, 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 like that. So basically, you met Gary V following his formula by giving value without expecting the check. Um, and that's kind of how I started. You know, uh, I was hustling. Just going to practice. Coach, let me run a practice for you. And, you know, they would give me a shot. And I was told them, you know, I, I was kind of fresh out. So they knew who I was. And, they, and for free. Never charged a dime. I was making 150 bucks a week max. And um, that's just pretty cool, man, how, like, it matches up like that. And, no, and then and because then, there's, there's one thing called medium. And there's another thing, which is what we did. And I go to Lou. I go, listen, Lou, that'd be awesome. I've said this story a bunch of times already. I go, listen, Lou, that'd be awesome. But I want you to come with me. Because I don't want this to be a 15-minute, hey, bro, how can I help? Yeah, great. Go do more Instagram. Do go more TikTok. Yeah. Just, I don't care about that, bro. I don't, I don't want anything. I just wanted to go give them love and be, how can I help you? So we went there. Little Lou now, who's his son, who's a beast now. He's part of Gary's team. Yeah. He's a, they started Card Talk, a baseball card show. Baseball, talk about baseball cards and all that. That blew up now, all the cards and all stuff. And we're sitting there in his office. And I sit down and remember these, these guys are boys. They do the, the relationship they have, the friendships that Gary has, how he, how he administrates his life with his boys. It's just sick, bro. It's really cool. And it's only going to get sicker because like, he got, you know. Really, it's really cool, bro. We sit there. I go to him. He goes, how can I help you? I go, nothing, bro. I just want to tell you how proud I am of you, man. And I started giving him some love and some love and some love. And I go, listen, you're going to be in Alberta. You're going to be in Alberta, Canada. I'll never forget this. March 26th. Um, this is February 21st. I go, I'm going to be in Toronto speaking. I want to fly a day earlier, go to Alberta. And I want to be part of your street team. I want to help you. Listen to this. I didn't go, hey, bro, I want to sit with you in your speech. Or, hey, I go, let me be part of your street team. Let me document it with your permission and help you. He go, looks at me and goes, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's take this a different direction. We need to have dinner. Gary, this is Gary Vee talking, speak. To me. I have it on video. I'll send you this. It's on video. Oh, I, I, don't I post it. I don't doubt my man. No, on, listen, guys. listen. Pretty cool, man. Which, which I just said, that's it. I had Rawlings make him a custom glove. Oh, uh, I, mean, I saw it. you posted it. I think you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Custom glove, okay? Yeah, he got the hands. He know how to. He he got hands, bro. He's a catcher, middle, but he, he can make some moves. And <laughs> we were supposed to, in July, shoot content on a baseball field. 
I told him because I go, look, we've seen you play tennis. We've seen you play basketball against two chains. But you have never seen you. He goes, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. The following day, now here's the coolest part of the whole thing. The following day, he would, they were gonna do a card, they were gonna go to a card show in Westchester. I said Westchester, like the Cubans in Miami, because there's a Westchester, like yeah, we have sports card. There's a Westchester here, Westchester, here in Miami, but there's a Westchester in New York. So it was in Westchester, New York, and I went with Lou, with little Lou, and I met Gary there, and Gary was there with his kids, right? No camera, no nothing, just us four hanging out for like an hour. Sutton, when I tell you that this guy couldn't be the most coolest guy in the world, bro, that everybody went up to him, because he's a king in that world, yeah. everybody went up to him, he took every single autograph, was super cool with his kids, negotiated with everybody. He bought like he bought like $13,000 worth of cards there, negotiating everything. He got he got like three Juan Sotos that like premium rate because they hooked. Couldn't the real deal couldn't be any nicer, bro. Yeah. We were gonna the best. We were gonna, he goes to me like this. Listen, I think it's Blake Sheldon is his name, the the Cy Young. Award winner for the Rays, the lefty pitcher. Blake Snell? He, Blake Snell. Blake Snell. Blake Snell reached out to me and goes, listen. Kate Kate, my ass. Yeah? <laughs> I faced him. I faced, it was my like, first at bat in double A, and I got, I was, you know, my attitude was fine. I'm like, this guy, he ain't shit. And he was shit. He, he was shit, huh? Three straight fastballs. Wasn't even close. Done. Yeah. I think, I, I think my next at bat, I, I at least put one Whopper Chopper in play. Yeah. Out. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was, uh, you know, that's pretty cool. Dude, he reached out to Gary and goes, listen, you want to come to the race? So Gary goes to me, bro, you're in Miami. Why don't you drive to Tampa, meet me in Tampa? You come watch me talk to the team, and then we'll have dinner after. I'm like, done. Boom, Corona hit. Nothing. Yeah, that's what I was, uh, I was thinking. That See was what I'm saying? And, it, and, and New York was, Corona was a little, seemed was like a the worst. Different. Was the worst. But, bro, that, what I have is the same dude, bro, that talked to you there in that basement, bro, that I didn't stay talking to you there till, till 2 in the morning, bro, 3 in the morning that told you, like I told you now, don't waste any more time. You have it. You're not missing a single thing. I'm missing you documentation. Just, you yeah. just need the at-bats. That's the documentation, the at-bats. That's so, all you need. You know, talking about, like, the hustle, you know, like the nonstop, okay, you're going, you're flying here, you're getting off, you're doing everything free. I feel like I'm that way, but it doesn't feel like work to me. It's like, you know, it's just I enjoy it. I get, but my lady, you know, gets on me that I don't spend time with her, you know, enough. And no, because I we don't. talked about that. No, we, of course, yeah. but, but remember I told you, the key word is communication. And you have to, if unless you want to be single, bro. If you want to be single, then don't worry about it. But if you want to have a relationship, no, she's the one. Yeah, she's and if the she's one. the one, and, and I see you, bro. And listen, man, you look up to your brothers. I could tell. Yeah, I could tell. 100%. They're my, they're my, you know, they're biggest, your dudes. Uh, motivators, they're your dudes, say, along you with know? your dad. But yeah, they're they're you guys. They got families. You want to yeah. have the Suttons. You, I could tell you're dying to have not kids. Yet. Not yet, not yet. Big but problem. you're there. 
yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? You're young, no, young. I, I love kids. I want to have my but own. You, but you do. So what you got to do is you got to talk to yourself first. Listen, bro, this happened. I, bro, I was in, I went pretty much for free to Louisville and my wife, we have zero help at the time with a two-month-year-old. Yeah. I had to tell her, baby, this is the dream. What you have to, now at the same time, I couldn't be and I have to catch myself. And when she would catch me, I wouldn't be like, oh, what? I'd be like, yeah, you're absolutely right, man. I used to cry. New Year's, I used to sweat in tears. Man, I'm a cry. Like, I cry. Like, I think that's just passion. And uh, Of how happy I'd be. Son, of how happy pain, I'd be. I, but I cry, like, randomly. Like, if no, like, kid, if, if a kid says, I hit a home run today, like, man. Yeah. And I would cry in front of her of how happy I was that she would allow me to do this because I felt it was my calling. So I would sit there, like, two years ago, and, bro, I didn't have anything. Bro, I was just me and... I didn't have any setup. I had I was another microphone that I just YouTubed everything and everything was, I didn't have nobody that helped me. I've had nobody that's helped me in my life. When my dad was beating the shit out of me, so nobody stepped in, not even my mother. She saw it and nothing. So I had to figure it out of my mind. I go, one day I'm going to get everybody. One day, one day, one day. And when I started Coach HP, everybody put me down. Everybody criticized me. Everybody's like, who's this idiot vlogging? And a baseball field in Miami, bro. Who does this guy think he is? And I didn't listen to anybody because I came from a good place. And I wasn't embarrassed to say, listen, my whole life I had identity issues. I wanted to be cool like somebody else. I wanted to be like your brothers. You could tell they got swag. They got this. They got some flow. They got some this. Bro, I was an idiot, man. I'm a public school kid. Wanted to act like I was high society to impress people like an idiot. I had nothing. Well, I feel destroyed like my baseball today, career, man. I feel like it, like everybody just puts on this facade, like. Well, it, it is, it is. You're absolutely right, but for the frauds, not the, not the real ones. The you know. people and There's what I do, you know what I do. You know what my answer to that is, just like, like I see it. Look, I see it on TikTok, bro. You go on TikTok, and it's super, super, super uh, heightened stuff, and 15, 16, 17 year old girls showing their asses and dancing. That's it. That's it. Which, listen, as a as a father of a girl, yeah, and as a dude that promotes originality, and as a dude that promotes the the what's going on of stuff now, I can't hate on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta. You gotta say, look, this is what it is. Social media is not going away. So no. all we have to do is educate educate we have to grab all the the kids that are getting affected by it which are who son you gotta understand bro i've been the same height since high school i've looked like a man since high school my brain they say the the uh, the male brain doesn't really develop till we're like 24 23 bro you know how much stupid shit i said you know how much stuff without even wanting to bro you know how many people help me zero imagine you a guy that has swag a guy that has a facility like that that played for the best college in the area sits down 14 13 year olds and say listen this is what i think you guys should do you want to dance on tiktok go for it these are the these are the good things these are the bad things where are you right now 
Me? No, 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 no. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. where are you right now on the ladder of whatever? Yeah, yeah. Because I'll give you an example. Uh, and this is why you're it's totally hard so big. to get big. young guys to talk to, like, get real. They're, 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 they want to they Listen, make you don't, you don't worry about that. You do yeah. your part. That's what I do. I don't, I listen, I sit there and I go, this is what I think. Like, I, look, I did it at Columbus. At Columbus, I spoke in front of everybody. Now, not a group of, not a, a smooth group of 10. We're talking about, I, I probably spoke each time in front of 300 kids and 300 kids. Nothing, yeah. but I'm talking. But I said, I want to, I want to impact one. That's it. One of you guys. If I could get one of you guys to DM me today and say, you know what, coach? I got you, man. I got you. I'm going to stop doing this. This is that. I'm going to take accountability. If I'm messing up, I'm going to go to my teacher and say, listen, you know what? I've been, I've been acting stupid. I'm sorry. I've been doing this and that. If you can just do that, I've won today. Sudden, I got 300 DMs from kids. 300, bro. Yeah. You see what I'm, I, yeah, you, I see what I'm saying? But how many of those, how many of those kids are going to do it and not just if just one does it? I can't control that. True. The true, two true. things, remember the two things I can control forever. My effort and my attitude. Yeah. I went to Louisville with the best effort, best attitude. You did. I did. 100%. I, I spoke there like if I'm speaking. In front of Gary V, in front of uh, a whole and our summit. round two, our round two is gonna be different. Just, just no, it's gonna it, be a different. It could be the even same. even if it's the same. But I'm just telling you, like I want to have you back. Um, I got my own facility where I can create what I no, want. of course, I was stepping on toes. You know, I was no, but even but that, but that's part of starting. That's part of yeah. starting. But but only thing I control, effort and attitude. And I want you to believe in that more, bro. Because that's your baseball career, man. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, um, I think I've done a good job of keeping, showing people I'm not just going to be this money-hungry organization where we just take, take, take. You know, I think, and honestly, it's from Gary like provide value, you know, like. That's the move. I, I've been sticking to that, and I, you know, I started this for the kids, and I remind myself every day. Obviously, you know, I got to, I got to eat, I got to, you know, have a career, and, uh, but I genuinely Son, let me tell you this. Focus my passion. It is clear, bro. Let me tell you this. When you're, and I tell this to people all the time, when you're on Instagram and you see these, that it'll pop up, these half-naked girls and they're showing ass and showing the tits and all stuff, you think they have to put in the bottom caption, hey, if anybody wants to hook up, let me know. No, bro, they're no, putting the sun, but it's obvious what they're doing. Yeah, It's obvious what they're doing. You don't have to, t people get so caught up on, Hey, uh, bro, my money, my money. Don't worry about that. I'm telling you, don't worry. Don't even mention that. You want to come into the Cage King program, whatever it is, this is the value I'm bringing. This is the fee. That's it. That's it. Yeah. The if if So if, if, it, if it's just outsiders who don't know me, who are, who, who say, and well, who cares? This? And yeah. who cares about that? I got people. I got people trying me. I got outsiders who think they're insiders telling you me. Got, you still got hate? Everybody gets hate. Bro, I got people tell from people who I know. I had somebody reach out to me, write a huge thing to me on, on Instagram and tell me that why, that why would I call my dad out? I'm beating the shit out of me. Because it's your story. No, but like why would I call, yeah, call my dad like, a, a good guy now? 
I'm like, like but that's that's my thing. And mind you, mind you, this guy's never been to my house one time. Yeah. But what so happened? That, that's what I, lo- what I was saying earlier. I lost myself because I got caught up in like parents making me influence me and make me feel like I'm doing something wrong when I'm like trying to help a kid. Cause I know I can offer more than certain organizations to a kid. And absolutely I, like, I hit not. the fuck it button. And I was like, I did a post on Facebook and I'm like, look, I'm, I'm not doing this your way or how you guys want me to. I'm going to do it my way. Yep. And as long as you come at it with a positive way, listen guys, this is how I'm going to yeah. run my thing. This is how I'm going to do it. And you might change it. Look, sometimes organizations change. Uh, yeah. the Patriots are probably going to look different this year than they did last year. You know no, what I'm saying? For sure. You know, uh, it's just different things. The Yankees now look different than what they look like in the 90s, and it's just different things, bro. But guess what? As long as you come from a place of good, as yeah. long as you're positive, Sutton, who cares, dude? The reason yeah. why the reason why people get hate, and I never even worry about this, but the reason why people get hate is because they're unhappy with where they're at, bro. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Nobody happy. It's going to sit there and go, you know what? Why, why am I going to wish yeah. something about it? There's so much for everybody, man. I've had people question. I've had people question me saying I'm the biggest failure in the history of Miami baseball. Who's he? How does he well, would it, Yeah. And I'm like, so what oh, are they, what are they, how do you question that? What do they say? Uh, no, no, it's just like, how, who's he to say he's the biggest? Like, like if I have some ego that I'm the biggest like they're failure. they're trying to compete with you. Like, I'm the biggest failure. I go, listen, I'm going to tell you why I failed. And I told people, right, I got this shit beat out of me, bro. I don't know anybody that literally got a close fist to the face, to the body, to whatever, at the age of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. I used to, like I tell people, I used to, I used to pee in my bed, probably to the age of 14. And I didn't know that was trauma from getting the shit beat out of me, bro. My mom used to have to take out my mattress outside, dry it. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, didn't, I didn't even know that. So when I say that, that's what I mean. This sport cost me my life because he wasn't beating me for getting a bad grade in math. It was baseball, bro. So this sport cost me my life. And I didn't even make a, a solid Division I career for the time that I invested into baseball. Now, it prepared me for everything else, and that's why I'm yeah. super grateful. But that's why I say I'm the biggest failure, and I own that in baseball. I didn't get close to where I wanted to get. Failure in baseball is a good – Is a, that's a – Failure is very just it's baseball. That's yep. you know, 100%, and I think bro. that's why it's great for kids. Um, because that's life, man. Like, yep. So, the, let, let me tell you about the Rawlings thing. So, the Rawlings thing couldn't be any better, bro. After the year after I met you, I go to the ABCA, which you got to go to that one of these years, bro. You'll love that. I have, I, I went. Um, when did I go? It was Indianapolis is when I went. So that was probably the year before I went. I've been to the last two. The last, the last, the the one was was it in Texas, Dallas, Indianapolis. No. Well, yes, Indianapolis was your year. Then it was Texas. That's where I met Rawlings. And this past year was Tennessee. Was not so. Sure. How did you? So when you met Rawlings, what what? Just I'm Coach HP, you know. And then Bro, they just fell in I love went. With like I went to the. Everybody, this is what everybody did. Everybody would always go to the, you know, the smaller things, the smaller organizations, stuff like that. Yeah. Like the more smaller ones or I go, I go, fuck that, bro. I'm going to go to my buddy had sent me the information to the head guy because I had helped coincidentally somebody, something who, yeah. boy, who's the agent, who was all these guys agent. He goes, listen, you got to speak to the guy at Wilson. 
the head guy, CMO of Wilson. I go, okay. I spoke to him. They were kind of interested. Bro, but I went to Rawlings. And I, I go, who's the, and I have this all on video. I go, who's the, I spoke to this guy, Mike Thompson. What a cool dude, bro. And I told this guy like this. I go, listen, bro, I'm going to tell you something. There's a bat that you guys have called the Rawlings Prodigy that I did a YouTube vote post on, YouTube video, last, this January that just passed, a year ago. I had all of Miami looking orange with this bat. Every kid I had buying this bat. You know what's missing with baseball and stuff? Is that people that push products don't have passion. Because I would be lean. I started telling him my stories. He goes, I like this, man. So he put me in contact with awesome better on the show. That was in January. Son, when I tell you that I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to sign with Rawlings. I'm going to sign with Rawlings. Nothing happened till August, bro. But guess what? I was patient. Yeah. I flew to St. Louis to go see him when nobody told me to do that. And you and you I, weren't you probably knew without even without the deal, like you're gonna make shit happen, you know. So like, I'm, that's they're gonna why have I think to you can be patient, you know, because you don't because you I don't this bucket, I'm on. Because I've never I'm not scared to post. I'll give you an example. I move right now to Louisville. I'm not scared to post that I'm working, picking up baseballs for Sutton for $15 an hour. You got no ego. Yeah. I got no ego. What's up, everybody? It's your coach. So I'm here with my man, Sutton. I'm here at the Cage King facility. Listen, do I want to be a ball carrier? Absolutely not. But guess what? It's part of the process is where I'm at now. So I'm going to be the yeah. best there is and i'm gonna i'm gonna hook my boy up he's always gonna have a fresh bucket of balls i'm gonna keep him on rotation i'm gonna take care of that place like it's mine bro and i waited and you know what people do is they immediately go to online courses online hitting thing and that's where you get caught i think bro because the minute you start charging for your social yeah difference between sponsors though sponsors are a different thing but when you start charging for hitting lessons and uh, it's not the same thing. It helps. It's not when you're online. Thing. When you're online, bro, and people go to that. They went to they go to that well so much, bro. It's like, oh, I have a following. Okay, son. Oh, it's like this. Here's a perfect example. Because there's oh. bigger fish doing it for free. Like it, so I, yeah, I agree with that. It's the formula, bro. Yeah. And and the problem is you're not Tony Robbins, bro. Tony Robbins can say, Yeah, here's my course, here's my mastermind course. Here's 10 G's. But he's been doing it forever, bro. Nobody knows who we are, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mike Trout can go, yeah, bro. Uh, Barry Bonds can go, yeah, man. But you're a coach HP. Nobody knows who you are. Yeah, you get a little following here and there. But I would watch people. And the first thing they would do, oh, for 10 bucks, which is nothing, because they were looking to get numbers. But what happens? You start looking desperate for money. Yeah. And when you start looking desperate for money, people start associating He's not that good of a of a baseball person. He's yeah. a, whether you're honest. If you flip around, and you're honest is different. But when you start this, and then you become a nutrition guy, and you start selling nutrition packages, and then you want to sell, and and I see the formula. They go, oh, I'm a baseball guy. Okay, then you start selling. I'm a recruiter now. That reminds so me of the cat I live with. I, I don't know if you remember. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. Yeah. Looking for the quick, the quick and buck, it, and, and it's a quick, quick buck ain't gonna last, and it's. It comes and goes, and, and and those people fade away. They yeah. fade away, and if you're a 
parent of a kid that's doing that, it fades away because the inauthenticity, something that people see through that is crazy, bro. Yeah. And I never did that. So I presented that to Rawlings. So what happened? We signed. I become the first influencer to ever sign with Rawlings. We signed a six-year deal, uh, six-month deal. Bro, I go to St. Louis. I've never been to St. Louis before. I'm at Rawlings headquarters. I see this. We talk. Oh, I saw that. That's you know what I'm saying? They had, they had your face up in your right when you walk in. Well, that's not New Balance. That was New Balance, though. But that oh, came so after. But that came that came after. But I'm there and I'm sitting there and I want everybody to win. And I told the people when Rawlings was like, listen, let's do a coach HP code and so you can make more money. If you saw if, if people buy this and stuff, I go, let's not do that. Let's do one flat deal. I don't want to be known as a guy that sells stuff. If I don't believe in it. I'm not going to talk about it. And that's it, bro. And we have a great relationship. So who do you know right now? Go call Wilson and say, have a question of the gloves and see who answers back, bro. I'm not going to answer back, man. People ask me questions about Rawlings. I, I, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm over so far, but somebody, I might, I'm not going to stop. SSK, I've hit, SSK, I've hit. Wilson, Vilva Slugger, which they on the verge, but, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can come right now and uh, you asked me a question about a glove. I'll DM right now my boy Ryan, the director of uh, of gloves for Rawlings. Hey, bro, listen, my boy is playing this. What glove do you think I should get him? Or what did it answers me that day? You have a question about the bats. Bro, I, I text uh, Kyle, director of bats for Rawlings. Bro, I'm getting instant answers, bro, from the source. Yeah. Nobody's doing that, man. So Rawlings this year, I don't have any, I don't have my new version here. Now what they have is now they have the MLB logo here, which is sick. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Uh oh, Wilson has that. So Rawlings. No, they don't now. have it anymore. Now it's just Rawlings after this year. Why is that? I wonder. Because they got the just like they have the helmets and the baseballs. Wilson's contract's up, and then it's out Rawlings moving so forward. Majestic, because, majestic jerseys is is Nike. out. Now it's but, Nike. It was gonna be Under Armour, but Under Armour fell through. Dropped the ball. They dropped the ball with not possible. So, but all this started with what you have, bro. Yeah, a passion. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. I think you know when people come in here, they see it, they they feel it, and it's uh, it's a different vibe. And I think that's why kids love it, man. It's because not many people have it. You know, you talk about Mm -hmm. it. There's Passion is a uh, true passion so, is rare. It's in, a in rare thing. Although yeah. the majority of coaches, majority of baseball people are frustrated, man, because they didn't prepare them for life. They all thought they were going to reach the big They're going to take it on the kids, yeah. And the minute they don't, they take it out on the kids. So let's let's talk about you for a second. Because you were a beast at Louisville. You played, drafted first by the Cubs? Uh, the no, Marlins. drafted at high school by the uh, Atlanta Braves first. What well, round? Rounds, um, that was when they were, it was like third, high 30s. Okay. I didn't care. I was just so excited to get drafted. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, got drafted. Um, I knew I wasn't going to go, but uh, it was still cool. Um, but uh, then went to Louisville and drafted by the Cubs. And uh, what round? 24th round. 24th. Okay. But that was, after I had a, did you hear about my face fracture? And like, yeah. So I had a great sophomore year, monster sophomore year. So coming to my junior year, I'm thinking I'm going to be a top five rounder, you know, first game of the year, boom, heater to the face. 
man, I hit like I went like over forty two coming back. You know, I had to get surgery. I wore a softball cage, and uh, that was a tough year for me. But it brought the best year, that monster year, the next year, and that's what got me drafted. But I just a senior sign, so not much. But I don't even talk about my career anymore, man, because I just feel like parents they don't want to hear. I mean, I know it's a cool story, and I think they could Google no, it. No, they they want to hear it, but they just want to hear it. And all you have to do, Sutton, is tie it in to their son. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Right now, look, right now I'm working with uh, a guy. Because I don't give much lessons anymore unless it's people who I really like or people who I've been with. That's how, that's how I am. I'm off the lesson. Uh, or, unless it's my guys. Yeah, I got Yeah, let's take a guy. Bro, and I have the – bro, he's – imagine he's the head doctor for the University of Miami School of, of Medicine. So he's the football guy. He's the, he's the guy of the Marlins. Yep. He's a he's super, super, super nice guy. And when I tell him something, he's been, bro, he's, he's the doctor of the Marlins. So he's there. He, he's a part of reconstructing Stanton's face when Stanton yeah. got like a, this whole thing. And I tell him things because, bro, there's nothing like your perspective. There's nothing like my perspective. And they want to hear. And if you don't want to hear it, then you're in the wrong place. Yeah. And you, you, you told, I remember you saying that in the basement. Like, this is, you know, how, you, how I, because I was worried about, coming across as this young know-it-all and how do you like kind of how do I level up with like parents who you know are established you know older and don't look at me as like and you just said just from my perspective well, this is where I'm coming from you know as a division one you know pro guy you know this is how I see it this is what it takes to get there and then that, that kind of helped me out a lot um you know taking that perspective and not acting like I'm above anybody because I'm not, you know. It's just to help. It's just to help. So let's talk about now, bro. So are you doing teams now? Obviously with Corona, so, everything changes. Yeah, so, so, so let's go pre-Corona, pre-Corona. Shit, yeah, that kind of flew me script, but I survived it, man. If I can, And I look at that as like, now now we can get back to the business. But uh, right. anyways, so I was just strictly lessons, you know, but I always had the vision of I want to start, you know, a youth organization and – I switched from Cage Kings to KNG Athletics um, because I envision, you know, all sports and helping as many young athletes as possible, not just baseball. Baseball is a start. But um, I never wanted to be just lessons. Like, you know, you know how lessons is. It's it's great, but it's it's just it's, it's, you're capped at, at a certain point. You can only work so many hours a day. Um, so when I got my facility, but I knew I couldn't, you know, start an organization without my facility. So saved up enough pumped everything i'm talking i have took my bank account to about 300 dollars at one point i was never scared but i just that's how low i got saving zero i'm um, starting to get back on my feet but i wanted to create an awesome place where the kids excited to come you know come and, and, and train and uh i want to do just one team to start last year get my feet wet that turned into five in about a month um didn't still don't know what i'm doing figuring out day by day uh so you got five teams. You got five teams. Five teams, yeah. And uh, who coaches them? So I, so dad's dad's coach. And I, I first I hired a uh, a young like high school kid to coach team. And about a month in, I was like, this I got to get dads. Dads are emotionally invested. And as long as you manage them and make sure, you know, I gave them a practice formula. We, we all practice the same. So I kind of take out the daddy ball issues, um, but I also got to have dads because they're emotionally invested and they want it you know like a young high school kid he's just gonna be like whatever man you know they don't care they're not they're not in it uh son what age what ages do you do what ages do i do so i do uh i got 10 youth through 14 
You don't think about going any younger? No, I'm going. So next, so this the next season, I'm I'm adding nine U, and I might I got people hit me up to start eight U. Um, I, I would go T ball, bro. If you, I would do even T ball. Yeah, because at, at certain like fourteen and fifteen, you know, that's like the age. That's where perfect you game stick, world. Yeah, get, that's perfect game world. And that, bro, if I were you, and I told you this, bro, I would do T ball and yeah. do every age of coach pitch imaginable. Yeah. And I think that six U, seven U, eight U. You can have the most impact on kids that age too. Um, no, and it's fun, bro. On the that way, I'm scared to start that way just because, you know, I was hoping I'd get kids that kind of wanted to be better baseball, and it's hard to find young bucks like that. Um, you know, because when I was just doing lessons, man, it, the majority of the kids, except a handful, are just there because their parents, and they just, of course. It's tough. It's tough to deal with when you're so passionate about something. It's tough to deal with them. Just you know. And you have to understand, bro. Yeah, yeah. You just have to understand, dude. You have to understand that not everybody's on that that track. You know, some people, some kids are there just to make their parents happy. Yeah. yeah. Some some parents are like, listen, you gotta get out of the house. You gotta play a sport, and you gotta understand. You just you try your best. Sutton, what's your favorite type of music, bro? Shoot, uh, I like I like rap, hip hop. Hip hop. Who's your uh, who's, who's your top uh, hip hop like guy? Rap, like you know that trap. I like uh, I like Drake. I like um, favorite Drake song. What's your favorite Drake song? Ooh, I mean, it depends on the vibe. But if I'm uh, right now, if you're vibing right now, what would be your favorite? His Drake? new junk is pretty uh, pretty fly. Which you one? Heard that? Which one's that? Uh, not Grease. It's the one. It's DJ Khaled and. Uh, he came Hold out on. with Greece and he came out superstar, rock star, or something like that. Uh, find, I'm gonna find that right now. Hold on, don't, don't move. It. It's smooth if you haven't heard it. Don't move. DJ Khaled Drake. Greece is smooth too, but his uh but honestly I like nonstop. Nonstop, yeah. Hold on. You know, but that's if you're gonna uh you getting a lift on, you about to hit some linias in the cage. Linias. Or you know Only you freestyle, that one? No, that's a good uh, only you. Hold no. on, Drake and DJ Khaled. Oh, Popstar? Popstar. Let's see what this sounds like, bro. Who's this guy? This is Drake, but that's he's like a little different vibe. Wow. All right. Yeah, See there. It, it just depends he, on the vibe. I like a little. Uh, he can do it all. He can do it all. Oh, yeah. I got you. I got you. you. Know? I like Marshmallow. I saw Marshmallow in concert, man. And he, you know, I'm not a big like ED, like two EDM where it's like robots music, but uh, Marshmallow, that boy got some swag. He won me over. He doesn't put out music that he does at his concert. Because it's mashup, so he's putting like old school Jay Z, really notorious with a little like fun, bro. Yeah, you know you yeah. you know who used to do that a lot. Uh, DJ Vice used to do that a lot. He was really good, him. man. DJ Vice, and there was another one. I don't know if Diplo did that too, but I it's like really it's really cool when they do that and they don't go so heavy. Because when I was in Vegas, it was so hard EDM, bro. <laughs> yeah, it just was like out of control, Transformers bro. just. It was, it was yeah. you had Dead Mouse, who's probably the worst live act you've ever seen in your life. Just really? sit there and just, oh, he was horrible, bro. Horrible, horrible. Yeah, see, I think like I love, uh, that's probably my favorite music. If it, 
I like more, you know, rap and like hip hop beat, but put a little bit of a dab of EDM. Of EDM. Just avoid Transformer territory, and I like it. Bro, promise me you're gonna do more content, man. Don't. Promise. You know promise what I'm saying? Me you're gonna send me that link. I know you already sent it, but I know you want some new shit now. So send me the what kind of mic a, a startup like. Dude, I, that, that I can not worry about when I'm. Ripping. There's. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you. I'll send you. I have the one now that that Gary has this, which is the Sennheiser one. It's badass. But the road one. Give me the one you started. The one, no, no, but it's they're they're not too different. The one that I started, which is a road one, R O D E. I'm gonna send you the link. That one's like four hundred. Yeah, I mean, I'm. And that's one thing. I'm never scared to invest in my business. The now. the Gary one. It's a little smaller. It's more a little more cleaner. That one's I think eight hundred. Yeah, you know? but I just want something that's. If yep. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy nice or buy twice. So I, I want to get you know something. Yeah, nice. and then it's smaller, it's be, compact. You put it on your thing, you put it up here, and then you don't have to worry about it. And then you just have the camera on you, bro. Yeah, that's the movement. So how does it? So so then you just match up, like you start the the audio. You just hit record, and that's it because the audio. Remember, well, so how it works is there's a receiver on the DV on DSLR. So like, you see how this has here? You take this goes off, and there's a receiver here. That the audio of the camera is going to your thing okay. wireless. So See, I thought that was you cooking that, matching that up. I'm like, man, that'll be tough for me. Too. No, you match that up when you do it differently. Like if, like if I didn't have this recording plugged in to this focus right here, that you hear it through this, and I'm using it through this mic connected to uh, an HZ Zoom or something like that, then I gotta start playing that lip sync matchup, which that's a mission. I've done that before, but no, this is easy, bro. This is just wireless nice. lapel. They hear you up clean and you're good. Son, any questions for me, bro? Anything I can help you with, man? No, man. I just I appreciate you even considering me to, you know, come on on this podcast and uh means a lot. And uh, I'm glad we we reconnected and uh yeah, man, anything I can do for you or with you involved, you know, I'm you know I'm game. So. Dude, just let me know and whenever you want to come on and talk. I'm to the point now with everybody. You wanna yeah. talk to me? You're coming on the show, and we're going to record the conversation. I'm, I, I literally do this with everybody, something. And unless yeah. something, if it's super personal, I, I, I edit it off. Oh, you got yeah, yeah, perfect. If it's something that's super personal, I edit it off if they tell me not. But if not, I just I just want to become a content machine, bro. I can't hear you, my man. Hold on. Fuzzy. Is that me? I hear you. I got this startup material. That's what I hear you. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, okay. Now I hear you. Good. Yeah. You you have a do you have a laptop? I I do, but it's from night. I gotta get a new one. It's uh, get it's a old. MacBook Pro, bro. Invest a little bit of money. Get a MacBook Pro. Get yeah. Get get your stuff. Get your stuff right, bro. Invest in it, and it's gonna basic. You don't need to get this. Is an expensive one, but you get whatever MacBook Air, bro, and you just so that no, way you run it through I, the and computer. I, and I will, but. I spent all my money on facility now, but now I'm getting back on my feet so I can, you know, start getting yeah. into that stuff. Um, I was saving for this facility and I pumped, I'm telling you everything. No, I can but tell. I, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. So you got to get it. You have a DSLR so, or no? No. Got to get a DSLR. That's not expensive, bro. That's. We sent, we sent me, we sent me links to. You I'll know, send you links to the one I have. There's I more expensive. There's cheaper ago, ones. But... I'll, I'll send you the links to all the stuff. I'll send it to you later on. And yeah. like I said, dude, 
where can people find you? Plug here, whatever you want, bro. Go for it. Oh, uh, KNG Athletics on my Instagram. And then, um, man, I just follow that. That's all I need. Sutton Wayne, you can follow him if you want, but he, he it ain't about him anymore. KNG Athletics. HP, what's your favorite logo out of these teams? So I'm doing – I got the Jokers, the Wild uh-huh. Things, the Moon Men, like Astros Moon Men. I'm still on the uh, fence with what I want to name it. And then Ghost Runners. Ghost Runners, huh? Which is the jersey I got here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like the I like the crown one. Do you remember you still have the crown? I like you with the crown. I, like I still the got the crown. One. So I'm saving that from the, my premier talent team. Those are the minor league teams. I love it. I love it, dude. Listen, bro. I'm here for you, dude. Thank you for taking the time. Appreciate you, man. Uh, much love. Keep doing your thing. I'll be following. You got it, bro. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.